is David Martinez. I have no clue what I'm doing, but I know I'm listening to the David Bowers Awards on Blog Talk Radio. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me. I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. And once again, thank you ever so much to legendary John Bon Jovial, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome aboard another hour of music and guests and all kinds of fun. We have a repeat guest starting off the show, and then we have a brand new guest group that'll be finishing up the show. Going to have a fun time. And right up first, for those of you who listen to us regularly, you may remember when John Vento was on the show earlier this year, he played and previewed tracks from his latest album, Love, Lust, and Wreckage. And uh, John Bon Jovi and I discussed with him that, you know, we kind of felt that he missed one because that title just lends itself to a song. I mean, that's a song title if I ever heard one. Well, last week, John got in touch with me, reminded me of that, and said, you know what? I did it. I created a song to go with that title. And indeed he did. Here it is. John Vento, Love, Lust, and Wreckage. Been out on the highway more than a time or two, looking for a bottle and a place to sing the blues. Every back road bar fly calls me by my name. Every blonde bartender knows how I play the game. Well, it can't be wrong if it feels alright. Love, lust, and wreckage is the story of my life. Well, I started pretty young. I've always been mature. Tearing up the honky-tonks From shore to shining shore No one can keep up with me I guess I move too fast Except Lady Luck in my old truck I ride her while she lasts Well, it can't be wrong If it feels alright Love, lost and wreckage is the story of my life. We once had a woman outside of San Antonio. She outdrank me every night, but oh, I loved her. Till she up and left me For a banker with the bands Now I drink for the both of us Till she comes back again 
Well, it can't be wrong if it feels alright. Love lost their wreckage is the story of my life. Jovial, welcome aboard. How do you feel about the fact that our suggestion to John about the title of that album being a song actually became a reality? I tell you what, I'm absolutely jazzed by that. I had uh, recollections of the conversation, and the fact that he actually came out and did it, uh, you know, that shows a lot of respect for us. I have a lot of respect for him. I just think that's great. Love, Lust, and Wreckage. What a what an amazing title for an album, for a song, for a poem. That's terrific. Exactly what terrific. I thought. Exactly what I thought when I heard the title of the album. If you remember, I I, I popped in immediately and said, you know, there's a song title there. And uh, yeah, I I am really I really jazzed myself that he took the hint and uh, and went ahead and wrote the song. I'm glad that uh, we might have been the little bug in his ear that given the idea of John Vento. Thank you so much, folks. I hope you like the tune half as much as we do. We want to thank John Vento. Also, we want to thank our friend Z from the Disruption Network in upstate New York for coming in and filling in for John Bon Jovial for a week. And uh, we were really fortunate to have a professional such as Z available and willing to come in and sit in on a moment's notice. And John Bon Jovial, welcome back. Well, thank you very much. We are in a totally different environment now, something that I'm not quite used to. Uh, but for those of you that follow the show, you may have heard me uh, giving subtle hints in the past as to a change coming up. And indeed it has. We have left our beautiful home in Naples, Florida behind. And due to family reasons, we have come up to the frozen north country of southwest Michigan 
in the Kalamazoo area. You know, I think Glenn Miller wrote a song about that. Welcome indeed, back. Indeed. We're glad to have you back. Z sends his And I want to I want to thank Z also for sitting in for me. That was very uh, gracious of him to do it. You're right. He is the consummate professional and I could not have asked for anybody to uh anybody better to take my place. And so Z, thank you so very much. Really appreciate it. And thank you to our friends in Rochester, New York, Steve Litback's Rock and Roll Rumble which follows the David Bowers Awards on Saturday, and, of course, Armand Spins, which follows Steve's show. And then, of course, Saturday night is our old buddy Jeff Moulton, who does his ABC Oldies every Saturday evening on Rochester Free Radio. And we can't forget Brian Judah's Rock the Rock, Saturday, I'm sorry, Sunday noon to 4 on Rochester Free Radio. That's Eastern Time, and you can them up online, rochesterfreeradio.com. I think you'll love it. They play some really eclectic and often unheard music, and it is radio as it should be. We have got a full house for you today. We're starting off with our uh, recurring feature, Rockstar 101, where we talk about what it takes to make it in the music business. And we have some professionals joining us today to do just that. I would like first to introduce our hostess who put this all together for us and got the group together. And that is Phyllis Saltergan of SGU. And Phyllis, why don't you come on in here and uh, tell us, if you would, please, for the folks that aren't familiar, tell us exactly what SGU is and about your new reach as a record label. SGU is uh, a management company, Salter Gan Universal Promotions and Management LLC, that we got dubbed as SGU quite a few years back from an old artist. He started that, and then we just started using it for short. We also own an Internet radio station that's fully licensed and pays royalties to the artist. We just, well, two years ago, we launched a label, an indie label, and we were having a hard time getting major distribution, so we, we shelved it for a while and then may 31st we were able to get sony archer distribution and we relaunched the label and one of the artists that's going to be on today richie love that's our second artist that we signed the first one was amber shea which you know well amber shea yes, she's um, then uh, bruce is uh, my partner in the label and his partner from blast fm andy cursor from london england the three of us on the label and then Bruce and I uh, started a publishing company, MRDG Publishers. So we have a lot going and a lot more coming. You really have it all under one umbrella there with uh, with your management company, your record labels, your distribution. Really, an artist has it all. If they If they wind up working with you, they don't really have to look anywhere else for help. We have management promotion, radio, 16 radio stations that are licensed. Uh, then we have the publishing company. We have the label with major distribution, and we're still looking at other opportunities to bring under to make a one-stop shop for the indie artists. Well, that's fantastic, and actually, that would make what we're discussing here today a little bit uh, easier for the artists because our subject today on Rockstar 101 is networking. What's your vision of networking? to an indie artist, Phyllis? I feel like networking for an indie artist is really, really important. And the reason that we even set up this interview was because of a post I made about an artist, Lisa Marie Nicole. 
I had talked with her several years ago and stressed the importance of sharing other artists' information on, on social media and that it could only help her. It wouldn't hurt her. And then she did an, a red carpet interview at an event, and I was just really taken away by it because she had followed my advice over the years, which I knew she had done. And then on the red carpet, she was having people come up to her, oh, I know you from sharing my music, you know, or you shared my video or something like that. So when an artist shares other artists' information, it opens up doors to new fans for both artists. And a lot of artists don't realize that. A lot of artists don't want to share. And it only will help them to build their, you know, their fan base. Um, it's kind of like the old cliche of you scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. Exactly. That's how it works. Exactly. That's, that's how I look at it, too. And you're right. You're absolutely right. It is one of the most important basic building blocks, I feel, for any artist, indie or otherwise. And we're going to be talking with uh, one of the artists you just mentioned there, Richie Love, in just a moment. We'll also be talking with Lisa Marie. But first, we're going to listen to a track by Richie Love so our audience gets to know him a little bit more. Here it is. This is Richie Love with Future Jazz Funk. This is the Future Jazz. Funk, 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 and soul.
future. And I can see that. Yeah, that is an interesting amalgam of musical styles. And Phyllis, since this is your show and your artist, why don't you introduce the audience to Richie and we'll chat with him. Yes, this is Richie Love. He's one heck of a sax player, I can tell you that. And he's the second person we signed to our label. Welcome, Richie. Thank you so much. Hello, Richie. Welcome aboard the David Bowers Award. I'm glad to have you here with us today. Phyllis has said some really great things about you, and we just listened to Future Jazz Funk, as you know. Great song. I really like what you have done. You labeled it right, Future Jazz Funk. (laughs) So you you have a preconception. You sit here listening, and you say, he absolutely did exactly what he said. <laughs> Thank you so much. John Bon Jovial, you're our in-house opinionated person. What's your opinion? <laughs> My opinionated self, yes. Hey, Richie, welcome to the show. It is really cool to have you on uh, with us. And and Phyllis, it's uh, great to have you here. And I'm, we're looking forward to talking to Lisa Thank Marie you. here, too. But, but Richie, um, I'm listening to this and uh, a flood of memories uh, is coming over me while I'm listening oh, to you playing your music, and uh, because I, I'm I, I'm going to pay you a compliment here. I am lumping you in the class of one of my favorite all-time jazz musicians, and that's Joe Sample. And I don't know if you're familiar oh, with him. Oh, Joe yes, Sample and, and and the Crusaders, yes. And uh, Joe was actually, so. yeah, he was a personal friend of mine. I, I knew Joe back in the you know the 70s and 80s uh, when I was out in California. Okay. And uh, and and I, you know, went to in a lot of his shows. We did a lot of uh, uh, backstage stuff with him and the radio stations that I was working for at the time. We were, you know, big promoters and sponsors of uh, the Crusaders. And your music just brings it all back home. And uh, very glad to hear somebody keeping that type of jazz alive. So, uh, you know, I, I have no constructive criticism at all other than to tell you that, you know, keep doing it, son. I really like it. Well, thank you so much. Um, Joe and Wilton Felter, uh, Felder were uh, also friends of my father. Uh, actually, Wilton produced two uh, a single for my father, in 69, which is now a cult classic, uh, very much so has been released, uh, re-released several times, Sissy Popcorn and Funky Chicken. In 69, he wrote and produced it uh, for my father, Preston Love. And I am I'm I'm familiar with that. I'm very familiar with it. Yeah. I'm glad you That's mentioned cool. that. It actually yeah, snuck in ahead of where I was going. Uh, you guys are doing <laughs> great keeping this going for me, but I wanted to tell the audience that uh, I wanted to tell them who you are uh, for the audience that's not familiar with Richie. He is the youngest son of the world-renowned saxophonist Preston Love, who, as uh, any uh, jazz aficionado will tell you, performed with uh, some people like, uh, I don't know, have you ever heard of Count Basie or Billie Holiday, Mm -hmm. even Marvin Gaye and the Jackson 5? As a matter of fact, if I'm correct, your dad was the first West Coast orchestra leader contractor for Motown back in the 60s. Definitely. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So Richie is no stranger to the business. And as such, we definitely want to pick your brain for your thoughts on our uh, our topic of the week and uh, what you feel about networking, why it's important, 
and how a newcomer to the business can get started doing it. Well, it is very, very important. Um, in these times, uh, it is one of the most important things, of course, to network and to have uh, some type of connection with, we're talking Instagram, we're talking Facebook, uh, we're, we're talking all the social medias. You have to build a, a strong base and it's just one of the most important things right now, and it's hard. The young people, they're they're very good at it. If you can link into one of those kids that knows what they're doing, then, boy, then, then you got it made. You slide in the home button. Absolutely, and thank you for that, Richie. Speaking of the younger generations who are learning and doing just exactly what we're talking about here, networking, Phyllis, I understand our next guest is a young lady who has proved herself to be very good at that. Would you uh, bring her on into the conversation, please? Yes, it's Lisa Marie, the one that I just spoke about that I was watching on Red Carpet and did an excellent job. And she was shocked at the people that knew her just from sharing their content over the Internet. So welcome, Lisa Marie. Welcome. I just want to say I'm not as young as you think I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, are any of us? Well, we, won't, we won't tell. No. We won't tell. <laughs> no, no. Well, none of us are as young as we used to be, so I, I don't think true. that was a problem. But uh, as you probably heard, Phyllis had some very nice things to say about you, too. Tell us a little bit about how you caught mm-hmm. on to the concept of networking. Well, I've learned from the best, Phyllis. And um, I think I've always had it in me, um, to be honest with you. Um, I've always cared about other people and what they do with their lives and their career. And I um, liked when people did the same thing for me. So when um, when I started getting into music, um, I was seeing everybody posting stuff about themselves and everything. And, and then they were posting things about friends of theirs, and they were sharing – other content from other artists and I was like that's a good idea to do that because you're you're not only like she was saying you're not only helping the other artists you're helping yourself because their fans become your fans and your fans become their fans and I really didn't realize how much I really liked it until like Phyllis said I did that event show and I started interviewing everybody and um, I really just felt compassion for everybody I mean I was like I really, really want to help everybody. I really want to help them. Not that I don't want to help myself, because I do, but it's helping myself in the process, helping everybody else. We're all in different genres of music also. You know, I'm a Christian artist, so everybody else is different genres of music. But I have so many friends that I've made in this industry, and that's one of the most important things to me, being close to everyone and making such good friends and contacts in every part of the music industry, not just just artists. Welcome. We are so thrilled that you're here. And I really mean that. Thank you. You know, you just touched on something. I was uh, lit up the light bulb, if you will, and in sharing your your influences. If people are gleaning information from you, you've got to be gleaning information from them. Prior to getting that information, all these years that you've been doing this, because you're not as young as we think you are, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> What what is the what is the base that you have built on? What was the original 
Lisa Marie. What did she do, and how did you get here? Uh, I'm going to get a little bit religious here because that's basically where it comes from. <laughs> um, that's fine. Um, I I uh, I just feel like I was blessed to do this. Um, I feel like all of my lyrics, I know all of my lyrics and my music comes from the Holy Spirit. And I started out doing this years ago as poetry, and then I was used to sing in churches and everything. And then I just, the Lord just took it further with me, and I wound up um, starting to do music. I started doing music and coming out, doing music live, writing stuff, and then I went into the studio. I took it further, went into the studio and said, let me see where this is going to go. And I said, I'm going to see if anybody likes my style, because I do Christian rock, and there aren't too many women out there that do rock today. <laughs> so uh, um, that tells you my age. I'm not going to say, <laughs> but I'm an 80s. Okay. I'm an 80s girl. I'm an 80s girl. Okay, so I like my 80s music. So I figured I might as well combine my style of what I like into Christian music. So I wound up starting starting to do 80s rock. But then I wound up doing some country, too, which uh, that's one of the songs I have here mm-hmm. that I did. Um, I started doing that, and then I got into rock. And then people said they liked my style. So I said, well, I'm going to run with it. I'm going to see what happens. And I started um, getting more and more. I think I have almost 30 songs out there right now. We're going to hear one of them in uh, just a couple of minutes. And before we run out of time to talk with you guys, I do want to do what we do with all of our guests, and that's give you a chance to tell the folks how they can find you online, contact you, follow you, get your music. So if you would, please, we've got, uh, I don't know, we've got about 30 seconds here. So uh, Lisa Marie, I'll let you go first and tell folks where they can find you. Okay, as quick as I can, my website is lisamarienicole.com. My Facebook page is facebook.com slash Lisa Songs of Worship. That's my Facebook music page. I'm also on Instagram. Uh, Lisa, it's too long. So just <laughs> my Instagram, my Instagram handle is on my website. I also have a podcast I just started about music and faith. That's another way for me to network with people and, and help other artists that come on my show. Um, that's on the first Saturdays of every month at 6, 7 p.m. Eastern, and that's called Rockin' for God with Lisa Marie Nicole. And my songs are on every streaming site out there. Fantastic. Thank you so much there, Richie. I hope you were taking notes because now it's your turn. <laughs> Tell the folks how to find you. Uh, I My website is richielove.com, R-I-C-H-I-E-L-O-V-E, and the link's on my biography page or at the bottom, my Instagram, my Facebook and all that. So you can just scroll down and pretty much everything is down there. My music is on all most major streaming platforms. And we are about to come out with, uh, I think, one of the greatest albums that of, of uh, this time right now on Phyllis and Bruce and Andy's label. We are so excited. Uh, I, am, I thank you for having me. It has been an honor and a pleasure. Congratulations, well, Richie. Thank there you, you go. So Congratulations. And <laughs> it has been our pleasure. I do hope we get, to, we get to hear the album and maybe feature it on the show here. We want to thank you both for coming in. I think we have pretty much agreed how important networking is. Hope that some of the tips that you have shared with us will help other artists and for those of you listening out there, 
Don't forget, you like their music, add it to your streaming playlists online. That's very important to them as well as to you. And now back to you, Phyllis, who helped us put this all together. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Kind of give us a a wrap-up, a little summary of, uh, of how to make networking work. Just support each other, share each other's music, share each other's posts, and you'll pick up new followers. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. It is, in fact. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to be able to put it together, and it is important. We've seen that right here on the show from artists who've picked up new listeners and have been able to turn them into referrals to other people, which is basically what networking is. You talk to somebody, they talk to you about somebody else, and you already have mm-hmm. one more person on your list of your network. So we wish you all the very That's best, correct. and we want to... Also mention that if you have any questions regarding this, Phyllis is more than available. Phyllis, how do they find you? They can find me at www.softergan.com or www.majorrecorddistribution.com. There you go, folks. You got it all in a nutshell. Thank you, guests, for coming and sharing with us. Thank you, guys. Keep in touch with us because you're part of our family now. And uh, let us share your music as you come up with new music. We'd love to hear from you, so keep in touch. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go with Salter Gan, the management company. I won't even try to get into because I'll trip over explaining all they do, but (laughs) you know how to get in touch with her. Also, their artists, Richie Love and Lisa Marie. And we're going to, as promised, play a tune from Lisa Marie right now. Here she is with Run to the Sun.
son, Lisa Marie. And we thank Lisa Marie, Richie Love, and of course, our, our old friend Phyllis Salter again, who's, she's been fighting a cold bug or something here recently, ever since uh, she was at the Josie Awards in Nashville a couple of weeks ago. And we wish her all the best in getting past it the cold bug or the flu or whatever it is that's trying to trap her. Uh, we thank you all for coming and sharing. And for our listeners, especially emerging artists who would like to know more, feel free to contact any of our guests. That's one of the reasons we have them here for you. And also drop me a line if I can help you in any way. And there's a good chance that we're going to have a follow-up show on networking for artists in the very near future. In the even nearer future, we have some guests for you who have a little bit different kind of music, and we're going to be sharing that with you and talking with the Tone Travelers right after we listen to their tune, Twilight Zone. The Twilight Zone.
Rod Serling should only be here to hear that. Heck, he might have bought that as a theme song for the show. We want to welcome you to Hill, better known as Tone Travelers. Come on in here, folks. Hello. Say hello to the listeners. I got some questions I'd like to ask you. Welcome aboard. So glad to have you here, of course. The first thing I've got to ask you is about the name, because that conjures all kinds of ethereal images, which you do nothing to belie with a tune like Twilight Zone. Where did the name come from? Well, we used to do a lot of cover gigs. That's kind of how I thought we got it. I'm always searching for the perfect tone, and we were doing a ton of traveling. We have different opinions on that because I'm obsessed with time travel and all things fantastical like that, sci-fi. And I thought, you know, we could be time travelers but but through tones instead of time. Both answers are correct. And you two guys get along together, work together, and everything with no problems, right? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm yeah. Kidding, of course. All but, peaches uh, and cream. Yeah. <laughs> those are the two main themes that come to mind when you hear the name Tone Travelers. And uh, it's interesting. You started as a cover band. How did you uh, morph into what you are today? I've been writing a lot of you know music for a long time and I had a solo album that I released like short, just like a year before we met and then you know I never really um, pursued that and then we met and started working together and realized that we both had you know songwriting background and put our heads together and out came the Tone Travelers. A unique sound you have. I mean it kind of gives a New meaning to the word ethereal. John Bon Jovial, bring your opinionated mind in here and get in the conversation. And well, it kind of brings back vivid memories of euphoria for me. And <laughs> 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 uh, now, this is something that uh, in this kind of music is, is something that, that harkens back to my younger days. Uh, one of the courses that I took when I went to the University of South Florida many years ago was uh, a music on um, electric music theory. I can picture the professor up there lecturing about it and playing snippets, and some of it was was really crazy, and some of it was, wow, this is really good. I think that you guys have got a combination of the two going there. Well, thank Uh, you. And correct me if I'm wrong, my impression is that this is not necessarily your mission. I'm not sure that I could listen to an hour's worth, but, you know, you could hook me for 15 or 20 minutes, and, and I'd be really happy. Well, you gotta you got to check out some of the other styles, because this isn't the only thing we do. This yeah, is... I mean, every yeah. song is pretty much like a, a, a different variety on, on genres and styles, because we have so many different influences. You know, we have some songs that are sort of cookie-cutter, like Level Best is, is a song that's kind of in a bluegrass style going home is is sort of a folk country style you know so we do have some that you can sort you can kind of pinpoint the style fire fire in your eyes is kind of like a southern rock song oh that's cool that's and and then we just one just released today as we speak officially released today and that's called eleven eleven. And uh And what's today's date? Today's eleven eleven. Yes. Yeah. So and that's well, got and, a little bit that's a little bit based off like 
you know, when you see 1111 a lot and what it means and, you know, make a wish because it's 1111 and, and that's more of like a pop rock song. Yeah, we have a handful of songs that are kind of in that in that category. Well, you, know, you, you kind of segued into my next question was what, you know, what are the styles of music that you like to play? And, <laughs> uh, and my reaction was, wow, this has kind of taken me back to when I was, you know, hanging out in Boston Commons and, you know, under a, a blue cloud, blue cloud of smoke when I was 18 years old back in the 60s. And, and, and I really liked it. Uh, there you go. We're always striving to get, uh, you know, mo- movie scores and stuff yeah, like that. We have so. a couple songs that could, like, we have a song called Mermaid that if there's ever, like, a, a live action, well, there is a Disney yeah, live action like version. Something but newer if, or if there's, like, a twist on The Little Mermaid or a mermaid movie that comes out, we'd love them to use that song, you know. I have to tell you right now that I can't wait to hear more of your music because as listeners of this show know, I love artists who can who are not constricted by genre. I wanted sure. to ask you I wanted to ask you with a uh, with a name like Tone Travelers and some of the tune names that you have there's gotta be some stories behind them. What's your favorite story about the band, about a special tune or something that, you know, really you think sets you apart? Well, we have a couple stories, several stories like that. Where should we start? Level Best, my mom gave me a really ragged Mark Twain book and handed it to me and it opened up. uh, The bindings were all coming apart, but it opened up on a page that, Mark Twain wrote a letter to someone. Someone wrote a letter to Mark Twain. Uh, okay, yeah. Are right, you finish it? <laughs> yeah, the, it was a, a book of letters. It's out of print now, but it's called something like Letters Old and New or something like that. But um, this guy wrote a letter, and he, you know, didn't write. He wasn't very educated, so he didn't really write or, you know, um, conjugate too well. But it was he wanted Mark Twain to write a poem or um about this man who was a preacher, a, a leader of the choir, a minor, a minor, uh, he's a, poet, a traveler, a traveler. <clears throat> yeah. mm-hmm. And um so Mark Twain wrote this poem and it it has a very sing-songy quality, you know, that just when it when when I read the poem, it just screamed at, at us like make a song out of me. It was like Mark Twain's ghost asking us right. to to make a song, and we tried to put it in in sort of a civil war, like that, you know, Mississippi blues or bluegrass, mm-hmm. old timey feel with banjo and fiddle and harmonica, and you know, you get the idea. I've got to ask, you obviously have an audience there with you. Who is our little guest there? Oh, that's oh. our little prodigy Oliver. He just turned six months today, and he's oh, playing gosh. the piano with his feet. <laughs> You put him too close to the piano, he's going to play. He's it. an aspiring organist already. Yeah, I was going to say you get a uh, you've got a star there. It's just a matter of him oh. growing into the uh, into the mold a little bit more. I think that's the youngest guest we have ever had on the show. <laughs> half birthday. His that is amazing. Birthday. Happy birthday, Oliver! <laughs> oh, Thank fantastic. you. 
Jeff Bon Jovi will jump into the party here. I was just kind of wondering about Oliver myself. I mean, his dulcet tones, I think he's natural to be uh, singing in the in well, you the, haven't heard singing back up. Right along. Yeah. He loves the organ sound. He gets so into it. It's it's amazing. I mean, not surprising, but still amazing. I mean, I think most dedicated musicians do get into it. When you when you have a mommy who you know plays every single, I mean Monique plays every instrument there is, just about um, flute, uh, banjo, mandolin, ukulele, violin, piano, vocals. What I forget? Anything? Oh, oh, you're one of those. <laughs> uh, she even plays the French horn, the cello, viola. What else? Well, they're not all. Um, I don't practice all of those instruments. But you can never, play them. But that's uh, that's the big thing. Well, that's one of that's that's a it's a gift. It's a real yeah. gift. Absolutely, you. and I, you know I, I can only play guitar, bass, and drums, and I do harmonica and lap steel. But and you sing? And I sing. Sounds like I can't even come own. close to her. You got your whole orchestra sitting right there, and uh, with a uh, with a new member on the way here in uh, oh, a few right. more months. I mean, he'll be ready to go. He has a shirt that says "Newest Member of the Band." <laughs> there you go, and he's already he's already on radio and podcasts around the world. So uh, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's totally comfortable. He's not nervous at all. Yeah, and he's experienced <laughs> now. So hey, listen, he's yeah. he's already built a resume, and yeah. it's only his first right. show. <laughs> well, watch out! He's going to be taking over for you now. That's a, that's good. That's the idea. Well, listen before he, steals, before he steals the spotlight from you. One thing we like to do, as you just heard with our previous guest, we like to give our guests a chance to tell the audience how they can follow them and get their music, how they can drop them a line and whatever, stay in contact. So tell the folks here how they can find you. I like to say, I'd like to put it this way, we're everything at Tone Travelers. I mean, every site there is, every social media, just type in Tone Travelers and you absolutely will follow, find us. Tone Travelers original band. Yeah. Some of us, like on YouTube, that's what our channel is called. Okay. Um, I know I didn't have any trouble finding you. I promised that uh, we were going to talk more about this next tune we have coming up here of yours. This Absolutely. is uh, this is mm-hmm. Waxing Gibbous Blue Moon, which Correct. is multiple. Tell us and about. And it came out on the Waxing Gibbous of the well, full blue moon. Which was in August. Yeah, the, the end of August was the set. So when, there's different types. There's two different types of blue moon, but the main one is when there's two full moons in one month. Right, exactly. Like right. I said, I'm obsessed with all things, you know, and, and astronomy, this, astrology, fantasy, so and, stuff. And this was a kind of this was a charity song because uh, we we had an idea about recording Wolves Live, and Monique will tell you the story about the wolf that used to live in the yeah. zoo down the road yeah. from here. Here, where I grew up, we're in the endless mountains of PA, and there's the Pennsylvania Grand Canyon, which is absolutely beautiful, and if you're ever in the area, you definitely need to see it. But there was this local zoo near there that luckily has been shut down, um, where the animals were just not well cared for, and Mm. they're including, they had a, a wolf, a gray wolf, his name was Bear, and... 
you know, I just used to hate going past that place because I knew how unhappy the animals were. And mm. finally, you know, it got closed down, and the wolf sanctuary of Pennsylvania rescued there the wolf and relocated him to the sanctuary and lit it PA. And he was like the 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 pack that they that took him in, they, they took him right away, which is very rare. And he thrived with them. He was really awesome. happy there. And I just fell in love with that place. And, you know, I wanted to go there for a long time. Just and to, we did. We went there and recorded the wolves. Had, yeah. And then I started, you know, obsessing over the idea of recording wolves and putting them on one of our songs. And Amazing. So that's, that's what happened. That's really neat. And re- real quick, like, if you would, please uh, tell the folks, where they would make a donation. The Wolf Sanctuary, Sanctuary of PA. PA. Yeah. Um, Wolf Sanctuary of PA. That's simple enough yep. that even I can remember it. <laughs> yeah, they're, and they're also on Instagram and Facebook, and yeah. they have a website, so it's definitely easy to, to find them. And there's different ways you can support them. Like, I've adopted several wolves. Oh, um, wow. You know, so that's not a real adoption. You're a paper adoption. Yeah, but you know, we don't have wolves in our living room. I would love to, but they don't allow that yet. No, that is that is really awesome, and I I appreciate you sharing that with us as well as your music, and of course your time and your child, and uh, we (laughs) really appreciate you being here with us. You're part of our family now, so keep in touch because we will be tracking you. Thank you, guys. You're very welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Tone Travelers, and here they are with Waxing Gibbs Blue Moon.
really neat. And yes, they do cross genres. I'm going to have to go back and listen to more of their music because I didn't get a chance to listen to a lot of their tracks. But uh, really appreciate having Tone Travelers on the show sharing their story. And of course, as we say about all of our guests, if you like their music, you want to hear more, add them to your streaming playlists. They'll be glad, and you'll be glad you did. We're glad that you spent some more time with us here again this week on the David Bowers Awards, and we hope that you'll be back with us again next week. John Bon Jovial, I think it's time to take us home. Yes, sir. Well, what he just said, we really are grateful for your presence each and every week, so thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next week. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from our new studios in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and of course, as always, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we're available for free on most of the streaming services. You can also support our program, the David Bowers Awards, by clicking the Support This Podcast link on our Spotify podcast page. We'd really appreciate it if you would consider doing that. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday on WRFZ-FM 106.3 on your FM radio dial in Rochester, New York a.k.a. Rochester Free Radio. And if you're out of their listening range, you can pick them up on the interwebs at rochesterfreeradio.com. And that airs at noon Eastern on Saturday. And, of course, the next day, Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and at 6 p.m. UTC. So until next week, for The David Bowers and all the other crew of morons here at the Radio Ranch, this is yours truly, the absolutely indisputably legendary John Bon Jovial saying, be good to yourselves, continue to wash your hands, love everybody, and hey, we'll see you next week right here on The David Bowers Awards. <laughs>